If you're a small business and you have any sort of status, 8A, SDVOSB, WSB, if you're an ANC or an ISB, whatever it is, if you have a status, then I want you to listen up. One of the challenges that I see all the time for government contractors that have a status is we spend all of this time and energy getting the status and then we don't use it properly. Yep, that happens all the time. A lot of times I will hear from people that say, hey, I I've got this status, but people aren't giving me contracts. And I've got this status and I've contacted the contracting officer and it's really not going anywhere. This is the first question I always ask. Have you sat down with the OSDBU or the OSBP, the Office of Small Disadvantaged Business Utilization or the Office of Small Business Programs? Have you sat down with either of those two offices and had a conversation about your business, given them an introduction, given them a capabilities brief? And the answer literally 99 out of 100 times is no. Why would I do that? This is not to sound condescending, but their whole purpose in life is to be an advocate for you. They're really, really focused on hitting those small business numbers, those 8A numbers, those WSB numbers, all that. They are living and breathing in that every single day, as opposed to the contracting officers and program managers who, while they are concerned about that, that's not their focus. Their focus is correctly executing a contract. That's their primary focus. The other things are all secondary. Did, did we hit our goals? Oh, we didn't hit our goals? Well, maybe next year. We'll work on that. If you think about it, that OSBP, that OSDB, whatever it may be, those groups... Those small business advocates are the ones you should be making your first intro to. Again, their job is to open doors and help you with relationships. And if you don't know who those people are, simply Google Ozdibu or OSBP and the name of the agency you're trying to work with. That's all you've got to do. And I guarantee you that'll bring up at least one website, if not multiple websites. You go on there, you look for the person that fits your status because a lot of times they'll have five or six, maybe even eight or 10 different people in their office. Each one is assigned to either a different status or a couple of statuses. So like there's one person assigned to SDVOSB, there's one assigned to WSB, there's one assigned to 8A. Find the one or one ones that are correct for your statuses, because a lot of you have multiple statuses, and start there. Start with that person in an introduction where the goal of your introduction is to get a capability brief with this person. Introduce yourself to them. Are you struggling to figure out how to get to the next level? If so, I want to encourage you to reach out to me. There's a link in the description for this podcast where you can actually click on that link and grab a time on my calendar. We'll set aside 30 minutes, talk about your business. I'll give you some tips and strategies to help you get to that next level. And if it makes sense and you want to talk about coaching, I could talk about some of those coaching options as well. So click the link in the description and I look forward to meeting you one-on-one for your strategy session. Now let's get back into this episode. Now, once you get that introduction squared away, I want you to go and do your homework before that meeting. Don't waste their time. That is the worst thing you can do. If you show up and say, hey, I want to do business with the VA. I want to do business with HHS. I want to do business with fill in the blank. And I need you to help me figure this out. Number one, it's a really broad request. And number two, it tells them, oh, this person is just like everybody else. They haven't done any homework. They aren't prepared. It's not my job. 
job as the government to teach you how to become a government contractor. That's your job. That's on you. It's my job as the government OSBP to help make introductions for you. So how can I help you? Can you ask me a specific question? You've got to be prepared for that meeting. So go and look at SAM.gov and find out a list of the contracting officers in that agency that are buying what you sell. That's something you can do. You can go and review the agency forecast if you can find it. It doesn't have to be that you've gone through it with a fine-tooth comb and you know everything about that forecast. Go through it and see if there's anything related to you. And if there's not, that's one of your questions. Hey, I've gone through this forecast head to toe and I can't find anything related to what I do. I'm very surprised by that given the fact that Bob Smith has been buying you know, $25 billion worth of these services over the last couple of years. I need some help here figuring out, interpreting the forecast, whatever it may be. And then have a list of questions prepared for them. People go into capabilities briefs a lot like they go into a job interview. A lot of times they go into it prepared to talk about themselves, but when the interviewer flips the script and says, so tell me a little bit about yourself, they just get the deer in the headlights. Once you have gone through and talked about yourself, you have to flip the script and then start asking the agency questions. So be prepared with some questions that you want to ask. The other thing is be as specific as you can. If you know that Bob Smith at this one office is the contracting officer, or maybe there's four or five contracting officers that you want to get introduced to, bring up those names and locations and ask them if they can make that connection for you. Can you help make that introduction for me to these five contracting officers inside the agency that buy what I sell? Maybe there's a program or two. Can you help me get introductions to the program managers for these two or three programs that I'm trying to get into or whatever it may be, right? So be as specific as you can. The next piece of advice I have for you, ask them about teaming partner introductions. They can introduce you to other smalls as well as large primes. They know a lot of people inside that agency, a lot of people that are already doing work there. They're the office that deals with a lot of small businesses, so they know a lot of small businesses. Ask them to make those introductions. A couple more pieces of advice for you. Number one, follow their advice. Whatever it is they tell you, you need to go out and do it. If they tell you you need to call this person, you need to send this email, you need to send them something when you get back to their office, do it immediately. Number two, follow up with them about it. So if they told you to call this person or send this person an email or whatever it is, after you've done it, let them know what happened. Hey, I sent the email. It's been a week or two. I sent another email. Still haven't heard from Joe Smith. Should I copy you on the next email? What is your advice to doing this? Why would I say follow their advice and then follow up? Well, number one is they've given you that advice and you want to show them that you are eager to follow the advice and follow through about it. And if you do that, they are going to be more likely to give you more advice. So if that advice didn't work and you need more, you go back to them, you tell them what happened, and they're likely to give you more advice to help you along the way. One of the final pieces of advice, number three here, is when you are struggling to reach somebody, don't hesitate in any way to copy those people on your email. So you copy that small business professional on there when you're trying to reach a contracting officer. I guarantee you that is going to change the game for a lot of those emails that you send that never get a response because when they see that you've copied those people on there, that raises a red flag to them to say, well, I don't know how they know her. Are they friends? Do they just casually know her? Do they grab her name off the internet? I don't know, but look, I'm not going to chance it. I'm going to follow 
follow up with this person, it just pushes your name to the top of that inbox a lot of times. So those are just some really, really simple tips that I wanted to give you today for using these offices that are designed to help small businesses get ahead. It's their whole purpose in life. I was at a, a, a conference recently and one of the Aussie Boos was up there. It was the director and he said, look, small businesses need to make a, us do our job. They do. They just need to make us do our job. And to make us do our job, they need to be reaching out. They need to be bringing issues to us and they need to be working with us. If you've got an issue with a contracting officer who doesn't seem to want to award to 8A for some reason or is given like really weird answers about stuff, bring that concern to the Aussie That's a great thing to bring to them and say, hey, I've been working with this person and or trying to work with this person and I feel like I'm getting the runaround. I don't know if other people are getting the runaround. I wanted to bring this to your attention. Maybe you could take a look at it and maybe you know you could fix this problem. It's a simple thing you can do to not only help yourself, but to help other people. Make these small business offices do their job to help you get ahead. My last tip for you today here, if you like this episode, I think you should go listen to episode 223. This is the one about on-demand capability briefs because a lot of times we can't get a hold of whoever we want to get a hold of, whether it's a small business professional or a contracting officer. That episode will walk you through creating an on-demand capability brief that you can share with them on the off chance you can't get a hold to that person that you need to. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Game Changers for Government Contractors. If you have a suggestion for a topic or a guest, please reach out. We are always looking for new guests, new topics, and things that you want to hear about. Thank you for your support, and we'll see you next episode.